we should probably just get right into this this movie. Cause wow. Because it's going to be a short one. You think it's going to be a short one? Good. Maybe. I think, the, I think people want a short one, Dan. They're clamoring for it. <laughs> just, if anything else, just to be like, you know what? I like them longer. That's they were what, right all along. That's what a short one feels like, and it doesn't feel good. <laughs> that's what she said. That is what she said. Uh, yeah! Hey, watch it! Welcome to Hate Watching with Dan and Tony. I'm considered to be Dan. I am generally named Tony. We're two guys that that have too much free time when we have free time, and we waste that free time watching digital content. DC. Often digital content from the the ancient past. Ancient past. 11 years ago. Ooh. 12 years ago-ish. And then we get on here and we complain about these things that they spent millions and millions of dollars and time and energy. I was driving down La Brea Street and they were making a movie and just like truck, 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 truck. Oh truck, yeah, truck, absolutely. Of people all to make garbage like our movie today. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, and also Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's- Day from 2010, two hours and four minutes. Tony, why did you pick this great movie? I didn't look at the runtime before I picked it. That's number one. I want everyone to know because when I pulled that up last night and I was like, oh my God, two hours? I was a little upset. Uh, but I picked it because thematically it fits because we are in that time of season and I'm, you know, I'm a love bug. I'll tell you right now. And also we did New Year's Eve. So I was like, let's, let's do, you know, the other one. <laughs> no, no, what you mean is let's do one of the other ones. What's is there another one still? Great. Well let's we'll do it well someday uh, that'll pop up, I'm sure. The third one and we'll have to time it is Mother's Day. I I don't even know if I knew they made a Mother's Day. Great. That's good news. Because I would get, if I could get enough of this, I don't think I can. I'm ready. And I look back, I was like, man, I do not because re- we did New Year's Eve. For love, for love month back yeah, in 2020, yeah. yep, the end of love month. Um, and we generally, you know, we disliked it, of course. It's Is this terrible. the anniversary, Dan? Because love month was February, wasn't it? No, it was November. Oh, it's November. Who makes these choices, Dan? I do the terrible choices. <laughs> November, the love month, the, the month of love. Everybody knows that. I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> right as Thanksgiving was happening, we were doing New Year's Eve. <laughs> For love, we were doing New Year's Eve New for, Year's love, Eve for month, love month during right Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Perfect. We're right on top <laughs> of this. It's a lot of sense. commentary. Um, I have the feeling. Oh, first of all, uh, New Year's Eve, uh, twenty twenty November has has had eleven views. Oh, good. See, I thought you know, I was like, oh, that one's hot, so we better double down. <laughs> um, and um, I think that was a better movie than this movie. Oh, I agree. I agree 100%. And I'll I'll t- I'll tell you why in a nutshell. The like there's at least there's one storyline in New Year's Eve that I really got behind and that was Zac mm. Efron and um uh-oh. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, thank you. Catwoman. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, this is a great I would watch a movie just about this one storyline. I wouldn't watch a movie about any of these storylines, let alone a movie about all of them at the same time." Oh man. Whew. Um, 
There is only one bit of chemistry in this this whole movie, and we'll talk about it when we get to it. Um, Tony, we had an over-under about people getting uh, busy, and I believe oh, the over-under was 1.5, and I took no, under. The over-under was 2.5. I, I blew this out. I was way off. This is why I don't bet, Dan. I'm a terrible better. I would. I was so sure, and I'll tell you. Listen, Dan. About halfway through the movie, I was like, "I've got this in the bag." I oh, feel so good about it. it. Oh, I knew. I knew I'd won. When I remembered about the bet, I was like, "Oh, I've so won this." <laughs> this movie is no one's. No one's going anywhere near a bed. I thought any interest in another person of the here's what sex. I thought. Ready? I thought or for sure sex. that the Taylors were going to get it on instead of like no. the the two kids no. that were trying to make it happen. I was like, "Oh, the side kids are definitely going to do it, and it's going to be romantic." Oh. That didn't happen. Uh, uh, but I thought that'd be cute. And I thought for sure that Anne Hathaway was going to get it on because, you know, she's, you know, Randy with her sex work and not, I don't know. I was like, for sure they're going to get yep, it on. Yep. And then I was, I am an idiot. And I thought I did not see the Julia Roberts thing coming. I'll be honest with you. I didn't, I did not see that coming. I thought she was going to surprise a dude. And I thought they were going to have a wonderful magical night and that she was going to jet off to war. I really thought she was bringing like a dead relative home. (laughs) So you went dark. I went hopeful. That's great. And it was somewhere. Um, It was a nice. I liked it. Yeah. uh, Her. Yes. We'll we'll, we'll talk about all these plot lines and how they all fail miserably. Um, (laughs) Um. that was the thing. Your, your idea that the two kids that were trying to get it on and then the other two that weren't, well, I mean, Kinda not weren't. Uh, who knows? I uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's actually a movie, right? That's that, sure. that's that could be a movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would. I thought it was this movie. I'll be, I'll be honest, Dan. That for sure. No, I was no, so this confident. movie. This movie. This movie literally not a movie. No, it's not. It's not at all. There's no. There's no like story that nobody has. I don't know. This is wild stuff, guys. Welcome, no, welcome to no. the fun zone. So this is what this movie is: is it's this giant conglomeration of stars who come together to make a movie that is about the thinnest of plot lines that have the thinnest of connections with the thinnest of arcs, without characters. No, let characters. me just say that no character work at all. George Lopez tries; they don't give him anything. So we this this whole movie takes place in Los Angeles, including when they go to San. Someone goes to San Francisco, and they're still, still in Los still Angeles. LA. Yep, <laughs> and they still and they say that they're in Los Angeles. It is literally the weirdest thing I've ever seen in any movie. I, I mean, it, did I miss something? I I feel like both of us did because she flew to San Francisco to surprise him. They were like, "No, he's at a restaurant, right?" Wait, hold and on, then, hold okay. on. She she flies to San Francisco to we'll, yeah. we'll get, we'll, we'll, whatever. This there's so many things in this thing. It doesn't matter. Yeah. She flies to San Francisco to surprise right. her boyfriend, who's a doctor. Right. Yep, yep. And the place that she goes where he's working is Los Angeles Hospital. Yep, yep. In San Francisco. Yep. And then they're like, "Oh no, he's in a restaurant right now, someplace you can walk to." But he never left Los Angeles. <laughs> I like I don't understand. He, I listen. I, I I got nothing. I don't. Maybe they don't know where San Francisco is. <laughs> it's very strange. It was so weird. Um, okay. Also, just yeah. a real one more note on this Los Angeles thing. New York, very romantic town. 
It, like, yeah. in general, we all know that. It's like, it's a living, breathing character. Los mm-hmm. Angeles is not. And it never will be. It is dirty. It is <laughs> ugly. <laughs> like, there's no romance in Los Angeles. Like, you know what you get in Los Angeles is like drugs on the street. You want cocaine? <laughs> you go, you head out to Los Angeles. You want love? You go to New York. So they were trying to force Los Angeles on me. And I live here. And I was like, I'm so out on this entire thing. I, I think I think you're a little wrong on that because those of us that live in Los Angeles have you know lived here or there near nearby. Sure, we love it because it's just like ah L A ah L A. We're like oh I know where that is I know where that is so I, I okay, enjoyed no, that no, aspect of it. I will say yes. I mean they definitely made a point of like showing you locations that are like oh okay I've been there. But it's in no way is it a character to me. It's not a character. It's not a it's not a love town. Like you don't think of Los Angeles and think, ah, walking in the moonlight, because you'll get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about Los Angeles. No, you you are correct. It it's not this it, it doesn't come across as a character for Valentine's Day where you're no. like, oh my god, this is this is the Indian restaurant where, where <laughs> romance occurs. <laughs> Um, so dumb. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about something we should talk about later, but we're gonna talk about it now. During this it. movie, they cut away to people's doing stuff and reactions, and it's so freaking weird. Yeah, yeah. Who directed this thing? Do you know? Gary Marshall. Was it Gary? I thought maybe Gary sleeping, just produced it. <laughs> sleeping in Seattle, Mister Mister Sleeping huh. in Seattle himself. Okay, oh. hey, good for him. <laughs> it's <laughs> just so like pedestrian and weird like you don't even understand what is happening they'll just be cutting away to these people and they'll be like i love you i love you (laughs) okay great great. moving on wonderful we we got it (laughs) way to waste time in your stupid you know we need to pad this movie out we gotta beat two hours like you don't want to be under the two hour mark because then you're not a movie so ashton kutcher has this incredible house in Venice. Okay, yeah. Guys, first of all, on the Venice canals, very it's fairly expensive. Let's just <laughs> let's just get that out right now. I would love to live there. But oh, yeah. on my but on my salary, can't do it. Maybe if I had 2.4 million dollars, I could buy a tiny house on the canals. So, Ashton Kutcher runs and owns a flower shop. Yeah, family business passed down. Oh, family business passed down. Oh, I missed that. That's him and Dempsey have that conversation along with the cheating <laughs> conversation, which is got bizarre. it. But we'll, got we'll it, get got there. it, got it. I, yeah, I was, was trying his, to figure his that grandpa out. brought it over to the states, and then his dad ran it, and then gave it to him. So maybe I no. So maybe he could. You know, I a still good don't business think owner. So. That's it's not that good of well, a flower shop. <laughs> well. What's well, flower shop and a coffee shop for unknowable reasons? Great, I'm glad because that doesn't actually come up very much. But at one point, he's just like pulling out baked goods. I was like, "Did he make those? Is there a kitchen? I don't even understand." I don't, so he lives in Venice, beautiful house. So what? This is what we're gonna we're gonna assume that his grandpa came over here, bought in Venice, bought that house the day he showed up. Sure, for like three hundred. Opened the flower shop. And then they've passed it down, passed it down. His parents died in a fiery car accident. And then he's just left with everything. Jesus. 
Putting a dark twist on so, the story. I like it. So he wakes up in bed with Jessica Alba. We, we Dan, we know. We know. You love it, Jessica beautiful. Alba. She's so beautiful. She's ah, just so beautiful. She's so right. So beautiful. So he wakes up. There's a dog. And she, he asked her to marry her, and she's not. She doesn't react negatively at all, or strangely at all. She's like, "Oh, this is great! Of course, yes, yeah, we're going to get married. I'm in. Wonderful." Real quickly before we continue, because this is the first of several times this happens. People are purposefully waking up their significant others in this movie. Mistake number one: I would murder you so fast. Especially if you wake me up from a deep sleep to ask me to marry you, I'm kicking you out on the spot. Like, what? you don't even respect me enough to get my eight hours of sleep? Get out of my house. You're dead to me. It's ridiculous. So she has a very cute dog, which you never... All these things... Is the dog hers? Yeah, the dog is hers. She takes okay. the dog. Yeah. Uh, well, I know she takes the dog, but he treats it as if it's his dog. He's like, let's go, my pup. And then he chooses her. I don't I don't know. I'm curious on that That's relationship. True. We don't we don't really hear about it, but in my head, it's his dog. She moved in, then the dog chooses her. That's what I think happened. Smart dog. I <laughs> would choose Jessica Alba a hundred out of a hundred times if I was a dog. I she, would choose fine. her over this Ashton Kutcher because sure. he is He's like slurring all of his words. He's not all that charming in this movie. I don't know what's going on. This is not the Kutcher I know. And I want him back. In in New Year's Eve in the elevator, 1,000 times more charming. He's, yeah, he's, I, yeah, I don't know what's going on in this movie, but it's, it's weird. And I think he was playing like a nihilist, wasn't he? Like, didn't he hate the world in yeah. that other movie? Still yep. more charming than this and asshole yeah, that has a great job Yeah, you still are like, okay, house. I'm behind this guy, 100%. Not this movie. This guy's a dope. So he's a flower delivery boy, owns a flower place, runs the cafe with George Lopez. George Lopez is kind of the person that works with him, sort of, but also I, always trying to find time to fish. Yeah. <laughs> First, that's one of my only laughs in the movie is when he's like, I'm going to go fish. It's just totally random the first time you hear it. It's like, what? And What's going on? Later on in the movie, there he is fishing. You're like, God. can you just fish in the canals? I, in my head, that's illegal. I don't know. I can't imagine what you would pull out of there. Anything sure. you'd want to put in your belly. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we have Jamie Foxx, the weatherman. No, yes, no, the sportsman, but they. He's number two sportsman. Number two sportsman. He has to go and do Valentine's Day fluff pieces right. from Kathy yeah. Bates. His like producer who appears for about a minute, and then we if do, that, we, we do not see generous. her for two hours, <laughs> and then she appears for another minute. Yeah, just to give somebody a look on that second appearance, just the just the yep the side eye. It's like, oh, oh great, welcome no. back, Kathy Bates, nailed it. <laughs> um, so then we have uh, so he's got to go out and do the, the puff pieces. Ashton yeah. goes to the flower market. Um, yeah. Rapping with everybody. Everybody loves him. And nobody can believe that she said yes. Jessica Alba said yes to his proposal. People, yeah. just like random people would have who would have never met her, had nothing to do with her. They're just like, what? They you? only so she? <laughs> yeah. They only hear stories of her, right? Like, it doesn't seem like most of them know her. So either no. one, 
they all think that he's just a total loser. Or two, the way he talks about her isn't all that positive. That's what I got. I was like, this guy's like kind of slandering her a little bit. Like, oh, she's mad at me again. She's blah, 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 blah. And so everyone's like, why, why is this? This isn't going to work. From everything you've told us, that's how I took that. Guy's got a yeah. big mouth. So now, so then the one guy gives her like this, gives him the secret box of flowers that will do some sort of magic. And he carries this box of flowers, which is like the silver box, like small, kind of a small box till the end of the movie. Now, when it opens up at the end, Dan, are you totally let down? Because I was, (laughs) I was like, this is it. It's just a bunch of, it looked like it was just a bunch of petals in there, sort of. It was really weird. It wasn't like a beautiful arrangement. It, what, it didn't, as far as I can tell, it wasn't like a super rare flower that like, oh, I can't believe he got that from, you know, Zimbabwe. It's the only one in the world. It was just, I don't know. It, it was nothing. He opened it up and I was like, huh. If he'd opened oh, up this the- like square box and there'd have been this beautiful chrysanthemum or this, you know, this thing that was just like, oh my God. God, what is this? Oh, wow. Something that this. like you look at it and you're like, oh, that's pretty. Wow, look at that. Nothing. And I mean, did anybody even react to the two reactions that we got to it? Was any of no. them even positive? No, it was just they were just yeah. regular flowers. They're like, oh, this is cool. Anyhow, let's continue talking. Super weird storyline. I don't know why it's there. So Patrick Dempsey, Dr. Dempsey, and Jennifer Garner are um they're in bed. She's like wearing this weird pink pajamas she is too thin and her face looks terrible she looks old and it's weird every here's here's what i'm gonna say in the first 20 minutes of this movie almost every female you see on screen is wearing a shirt and no bottoms i don't know why that is that's an old thing it's a running theme in the first and all of the setups. Everyone's in bed with a shirt and no bottoms. I don't know. It's weird to me. That means love. And that means they just, they had uh, intercourse. The coitus. They yes. had the coitus. There was coitus okay. going on recently. I, you know what? Clearly I'm not having sex right because <laughs> that's never that's, happened to me. That's old time. That's uh yeah. Okay. Old time in the past, in the fifties and sixties, that's how you showed things. That's old Hollywood oh, right there. Okay. If I'm so running, this is an homage to better days is what I'm getting. If I'm running, if I'm running around studs. your apartment and I'm just wearing a man's shirt or an oversized shirt, that sure. means it happened. Okay. Okay. So now we go to, so then he's leaving for San Francisco, but not San Francisco to go. He's s- really just going down the street. Save hearts. He's a heart doctor, of course. Of course. Of course. Now we get to, oh man, this is going to take us four hours. And Hathaway <laughs> is taking Polaroids of this guy in her bed. Some rando dude who Again. I realized later is oh, Topher sorry. Grace. You didn't. <laughs> How long? How long did it take you to to understand who that was? Oh, a couple minutes. A couple minutes. <laughs> he looks pretty uh, good. Oh no, he, I mean he looks great. Um, but again, she wakes him up by standing, towering above him, and like taking pictures of his sleepy face. No, that is not. In no world is that okay. I'm kicking you as hard as I can off the bed. And we do a whole thing where she's like an artist or something or wants to be or something. I don't know, because later she says poet. I, I don't know what she said. She she went to school to for poetry. Yeah, you are correct. She went to school for poetry. But, so what is the photographs? So she, I don't know. 
I don't know. So she leaves, has a really cool little scooter, goes outside, and immediately starts doing sex work. She is a sex phone operator. Yeah. But for whatever reason, and listen, I, you know, to each their own, everyone likes different things, but the first phone call she answers is like the least sexy thing in the world. Oh, I don't remember. And it's we like listen, I've never used the service. I don't know. Maybe it's not all maybe it's not as cool as I think it is in my head because in my head I was like, "Okay, this could be pretty cool." I don't know. It was pretty lackluster and I wasn't sure if that was toned down for the movie or maybe it's just a weird thing. I don't know. Yeah, I think they probably go a little harder than they would go in a Gary Marshall film in real life. I, I don't know. So. Gary's probably pretty familiar with it. <laughs> okay, so we wait, what? No, I'm confused. So Uh-oh. we get Hector Elizondo and Shirley MacLaine. And they're an old couple, and there's like they they are taking care of this little kid. Wait, did we set up the kid then? I don't know if we set up. The yeah, kid I think, then, but yeah, I think eventually we're going to set see up right the, away. And I wrote, "Mom's dead." Like For sure, kid's because mom is dead. Yeah, what the almost I can't remember exactly the line, but basically he's like doing crafts. And Shirley's oh, like, normally she does that with let, mom. Yeah, and he's he wouldn't let me do it because it's not the same. He does it with his mom. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's dead. Great. Guess not. Great. Guess we're all wrong. So now we, now we meet Taylor Swift, and she's got 13 written on her hand. Written, just written on her hand. Yeah. It's really weird. <laughs> and she's carrying this big bear. Yeah. She lives in like a hotel. Uh, well, it has to be like condos, right? Because she runs into Jennifer Gardner. <laughs> so somehow she lives in this like ho- it's like a hotel. It seems like a hotel because there's like a hotel sure. elevator sure. So stuff. Weird. Yeah, I th- and I'm pretty sure there's like a bellhop at one point. I don't know. That could be wrong. <laughs> bellhop. Sir, let me hold the door for you. It's like a doorman. It's like New York. Which, yeah. when you're, when which you're, is not. When you're not New York people and you see the belt, the, the doorman, you're just like, wow, that is weird. <laughs> what, what is happening? Okay. We're, we're almost set up with everybody. So you're doing great. Now we have the ca- cafe florist. He's there. Jennifer Garner shows up and we find out that her and Ashton Kutcher are best friends. Yeah. Where Where did they meet? I have no idea. Did they say it? Nope. 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 Okay. They go never ahead. said anything. I, don't, I hate missing things. You know how that feels. So I'm glad that I didn't miss anything. But I, at first, thought they were related until they sure. told me that they were just friends. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. All right. They, I don't totally get it still, but it's great. They interact as if they're related. As right, if they're yeah, like cousins yeah. or brother and sister. They That is how they interact. There's no chemistry between them. No. Neither of them seems nope. interested in the other. And there never will be chemistry between them. In their defense, there is almost no one with chemistry in this movie. And I feel like <laughs> we both go. think there's one, but I, it might be different. I don't know. I'm excited to find out it who might be different. Is. We're, we're going to find out. Then we, we learn that, that Dr. Dempsey is lying. He goes home to his hot wife, and he lives in Which like a giant fucking mansion. So fast, Dan. I thought for yeah. sure that was going to be like a, a second or third act turn at some point, nope. but it happens immediately after he leaves. <laughs> Boom. Hey, uh, honey, I'm so home. Good. I just slept in my doctor office as opposed right. to the Where five does, minute ride. He doesn't to my house. even give an excuse when he comes home, does he? He's just like, all right, it's the middle of the afternoon. 
Oh, no, he says, he says a thing. He's like, oh, he does. We were going so late. I just slept on the floor like a dog or something. He said something. But don't they have cots at a hospital? Why would he, he have to be at the floor? I don't know. I don't know what he's. I don't know what the excuse was. No, that is I what just, he says. He says, "Sleep on the floor like a dog." <laughs> That's exactly what he said, Toby. <laughs> they did not. They, they. I tried to get a cut, but I'm just a heart surgeon. <laughs> right, I'm only so the low brain on the surgeon. Totem pool. <laughs> only brain surgeons get. Only brain surgeons get cuts. Oh my god! <laughs> so he lives in a mansion, and he wants to be having like super hot wife, and I believe a kid. And he yeah, wants to be having kid. sex with bony, weird-looking Jennifer Garner. Yeah, as soon as as soon as he pulls up and goes aside, I was like, "Oh no, what are you doing, Dempsey?" She's great. She's <sighs> Terrible. So now we have Bradley Cooper and Julia Roberts on the plane. She's military lady. <clears throat> he's a freaking movie star, and he right. tr- tries to use his foot to close the window. You're just like, he just, you're like, this guy's going to be a star. Was he not a star? I honestly don't, I don't remember where don't he's know. at in his career. But if he wasn't already like Bradley Cooper, yeah, for sure. He's He has so much charisma. Even in this movie, he doesn't leave an air. He's in a seat <laughs> the whole time. And he's so fucking charming and beautiful. I was like, how Great. how is everyone else so bad in this movie? And Bradley Cooper is still Bradley Cooper. That's what? how you know he's a star. Why don't you just rewrite this movie and it just be their plane ride and just him okay, talking? So you so yeah. this is the chemistry. Because for me, this is the only couple that has chemistry. Um sort of, yeah. Um okay. I don't know. Julia Roberts kind of plays a dead fish. And I, she warms up through towards the later parts of the movie. It starts yeah. a little awkward. Yeah. yeah. And you don't understand it. You don't, you don't know what her problem is. Um, there's no explanation. Well, it's a as dead to wh- relative that she's flying home on the plane. Dan. <laughs> That's why her demeanor said I, I, head relative to me. I totally get it. <laughs> That's amazing. So uh, he like does his foot thing, you know, funny. He's, he's funny and yeah. he's just, he's just a natural and yeah, even this, you know, even being on like the world's shittiest airplane set and doing nothing, you're like, oh yeah, movie star. Yeah, it, big time. I love it. Good for him. <sighs> so I wrote, she's not where. Oh, she's not wearing the ring. Oh, so she comes in. Uh, oh, Jessica, Jessica Alba, Alba comes into the cafe. She's not wearing the ring, and she's like, "Can't we keep this secret?" And then this weird guy of unknown ethnicity comes over and does a we're so excited when are we going to get it's like oh my god los angeles is diverse dan okay that's what we want you to know even though it's mostly white people that this movie's about so now this little shithead kid comes in and this kid is the worst actor He's not He's, good in he any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And they want him to be the freaking kid in Love Actually. I and mean, that kid in Love Actually. Yeah. Phenomenal. The kid in Love Actually. Phenomenal. Great. Still great so actor. Cute. So charming. Like you just, you want to squeeze him through the television. Here's what I wrote down in my notes. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm paraphrasing now because I wrote a little paragraph about it, but I don't understand how Anakin from the prequels gets such a bad rap 
much when much. there when he is not that like if you watch these two movies those two movies back to back you're like this is the greatest kid actor of our generation he's yes. the macaulay culkin of the 2000s because this kid in this movie is so bad and i feel i feel terrible because it's hard acting's hard kid actors it's tough but it's really it's really bad <laughs> So uh, he gives Ashton Kutcher $13 for $55 worth of flowers plus cards. And then it's kind of, he's not necessarily a dick, but he's like, kind of like, what is, what's wrong with you? Well, he's very entitled for some reason for a kid whose mom is off fighting a war and he has to learn about all those things at a young age. Like, he's just like, yeah, give me whatever I want. Cause I'm the fucking diggity. So. We cut to Topher working in the mailroom, and there's the whole thing. He forgot Valentine's Day, so he thinks that's why his Anne Hathaway thing is going south. Okay. Uh, it, did you think that that Thursday, Valentine's Day is always on a Thursday? Boy, did that joke land, huh? Fuck I you, remembered you idiots. It. <laughs> it must have it landed if we both remembered it, and I didn't it, write it down. It's the Terrible opposite joke. of landing, Dan. <laughs> I, what a stupid, stupid joke. No, I thought it was uh, on a Thursday. That's Thanksgiving. What are, what are you guys talking about? Nobody confuses <laughs> Thanksgiving and Valentine's Day. That's not a thing. I think we. I think this is something co- that we should refer to as the anti-joke. <laughs> Somebody writes a joke <coughs> that makes their character look like they're the dumbest person in the world. Yes. You yes, don't laugh, but you remember it because of how stupid it makes. That's how much you look. hate the person that either said it or wrote it. Maybe both. I don't know. So then now we go back to Anne Hathaway. She's going to work for Queen Latifah, who's an agent. And then somehow right. she's doing a, a secretarial job and then thinks that she could do sex work while she's at work. Tony. Not only that. Oh, so ask your question. Can you do your sex work at your normal job? Does that seem like Maybe. a good idea? Does it sound like Maybe. a good idea? No. Hold on. Let me say. Let me say what I'm going to say. If you took your cell phone into a closet and did it in the closet, maybe I could give it to you. But she not only does it at work, wide open in an open office so everyone can hear you. You're just in a cubicle. It doesn't go to the ceiling. There's no sound dampening. Everyone can hear you. But she also does it on the work phone. On the work number. What? What are you talking? She has a cell phone. It rings every other time in the movie except for when she's at work when she just does it on the work phone from a fucking CAA office as far as I'm concerned. That is batshit crazy. Unbelievable. Now we have Football Guy. Do you know who Football Guy is, the actor? Yeah, he is McSteamy from Grey's Anatomy. It's Mick. Patrick Dempsey is McDreamy and hold on, I pulled up the castle. Eric Dane is his name. I didn't know it before today is okay. McSteamy. All I wanted to know is you had no, no freaking clue who this guy was. I don't know his name, but I know that he's from Grey's Anatomy. That's it. So he's got Jessica Beale as his publicist and he's like getting kicked out of the league or something has happened. He's, he's old. old and fat. Yeah, he's just an old guy. Old and fat. He's kind of fat. Um, <laughs> Now we've got uh, – now we go and Kristen Shaw has like the tiniest role in here here, and we set up that Emma Roberts is going to have sex with this other dude. Do you know who the other dude was? Yeah, just, uh, you know, her boyfriend. 
I mean, you don't know who he was. In real life? No, I have no idea. I, I'm even looking at the cast list, and I, I don't Can't know which one he is. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. So we have Taylor Lautner shows up, and then he's his girlfriend is Taylor Swift, the two Taylors. Great. Taylor, Taylor Lautner loved him. Loved yeah. him. He's great. He's, he's freaking great. I, Dan... <laughs> This just doubles down. I mean, if you can remember all the way back to abduction. Yeah. I said it then. And I'll say it now. He deserved better. He did. He's not bad, you guys. He's cute. He's charming. He's pretty funny. He's very funny. I I don't I don't understand what happened. I'll never get oh, it. Oh, he's great. He's a TV. He does TV stuff. He does. He's got on shows in England. He's great. He's on Cuckoo oh, in England. Oh, he's in England. Yeah. I don't care about that. It's on our television. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't well, get British television. TV. I, I I might have to turn on the the closed captioning because I don't understand I was, the English language. I was the BBC uh, put on my monocle. He's yeah, on. Yeah, he's that. on Cuckoo with Greg Davies. He's oh, is phenomenal. He? He's I don't know hilarious. That. I mean, yeah, that's great. great. That's great. That's great. So I we're just going to talk. There's other scenes with them. So Taylor Lautner and he he does this great physical comedy. He yeah. does these great jumps. He does this great stuff. And then the two of them make out. Oh, Taylor Swift, she's terrible. I So, okay. The first scene in the elevator, I was like, oh, no, she's garbage. But when it's the two of them together and she's just being like, I love my boyfriend. I did laugh. I, I thought okay. it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But – like when she has to, when she tries to act or do something like acting, Correct. it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good at all. <laughs> and then when she does the kissing scenes with Taylor Lautner, holy shit. Oh my god. This you girl little, You get a little hot, Dan. Oh my god. <laughs> she she you're like, we've seen a lot of terrible movie kisses. Her kisses with Taylor Lautner, best movie kisses I've ever seen. I ever. think I, this Holy is based moly. on nothing whatsoever, but I feel like it's pretty real. Because oh, God, yes. He's beautiful. Let's, I mean, we all know it. He's very sure. pretty. I'm sure he's a great kisser. He grew up as a Hollywood star, so he's probably had a lot of practice. So I think if I kissed him in a movie, I think I'd be pretty passionate as well. That's all I'm saying. So, you know, but we always great. hear we hear about Swifty having, like, all these boyfriends, and you're like, this is why. She, <laughs> like, whoo. There's well, she's passion. She's, she's passionate. passionate. Yeah. She's passionate. Bad actress. Thing. Passionate person. She's not. She's not a great actress. That's true. But I, again, them together, I enjoyed that. Anything where they're not together, she was awful. But when they're together, I don't. I don't mind it. I think it's, it's, cute. it's cute. Yeah. Seems like they're friends. Seems like they got along. You, yeah, they, they, they seem like the one couple in this thing that you're like, I believe this is a couple. Which is why I was like, they're going to be the ones to do it. I that's number one. I'm already halfway there. I I would have loved that movie where the you know happened. Yeah. That, boom boom. Yeah, we blew that. Gary, <sighs> Gary. Okay, so the stupid doctor goes into the florist and then sends flowers. Hold on a second. Wait a second. He goes into the florist to send flowers to his girlfriend and his wife at the same time. Correct. Yes. And tells the florist this. Yeah, it's Wouldn't the floral she, code. Wouldn't she realize that – I guess he could have ordered the flowers the day before and didn't necessarily have to order them day of. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, here's my problem is that he doesn't know anything about his girlfriend apparently because this is her literal best friend. 
they spend all this time together. They keep telling me how much time they spend together. This guy doesn't even know that he exists or that her best friend runs a flower shop. Very confusing. Also, doesn't he see it on the news while she's there? So wouldn't she be like, hey, that's my best friend on the news? I don't know, man. This whole thing was bonkers to me. Um, If you try and unpack the coincidences and things that happen to people in different places and end up at the same place, you will kill yourself. (laughs) So, yeah. So so Ash has figured it out, and he has the dilemma of whether or not to tell his best friend that her doctor boyfriend is literally married. Married. Yeah, it's not much Hard of a choice. You, you tell. You tell her. <laughs> that, I don't even know where the dilemma like, comes from. There's a lot of movies where you weave sort of things like that together to tell or not to tell. This one is like, this is a slam dunk. You better tell her immediately. He's, he's full on married. Maybe, like, if it's one of those things where, like, if you hear a rumor or you see them together on a date and you're like, I don't have all the information. Do I still tell her? Then there's murkiness. He comes in. He's like, I'm married and I have a, a mistress you're, and you're best friends with the mistress. Yeah, you tell her. You tell her. Not much of a choice here, guys. So um, the dude that's going to have sex with Emma Roberts, his friends drop him off and they say, all us virgins are pulling for you. <laughs> so stupid. So it's he goes so bad. into the house. There's the cutest little boss. I wrote cute pup alert. Oh, so it's cute. my favorite part of all these movies. Um, so he goes upstairs, gets naked, drops flowers, plays with guitar. And then her mom comes home. Tony. Who in their right mind would set up a sex date at noon at their own house where the mom could just come home at any time? Okay, and, like so, not even be there. She she's not even there yet. That's where that's where it gets me. Because she was like, Oh, my mom's not gonna be home. The house is open. I get that. You could do that. And then she comes home and unexpectedly, sure. Why is he the a the first one to arrive? How does he have a key to your house that you just walks in? So you planned on him being there first. Where are you? What are you doing? You need to be there first and greet him to make sure nobody's home. That's just breaking and entering one hundred and one. It doesn't lead to the comedy hijinks of this guy running away with a guitar and his naked ass hanging out down the street. Yeah, he doesn't get dressed, Dan. That's what you're going to tell me. I don't know. That's not your first move. Your first move is just run away. <sighs> no. First of all, the mom should shut the door and be like, get dressed, and then I'm going to have a stern talking to you, you motherfucker. The mother didn't even care. I There was a moment, Dan. It was a couple of seconds where I was like, uh-oh, she's going to hook up with the son, with the boyfriend. I thought for sure. She was enjoying it. Not that I blame her. He's very cute. He's young. I get it. Your marriage isn't going great. Maybe it's been a while. I get it. But I there was a moment where I was like, oh, this is going to get weird. So I wrote, Anne Hathaway sex dash runs into Topher, let's go out. I guess they run into each other or something randomly. Well, he's he's in the mailroom at her place of work, right? Oh, yeah. Somehow he works yeah. in the mailroom at the place of work that she is randomly sent to She's by like the temp agency. At, yeah. I okay. guess I'm assuming that's how they met. I don't know. But it's, well, that can't be right because it seems like this is the first time Queen Latifah is meeting her. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I don't know. <laughs> So the football guy rear-ends George Lopez, and George Lopez tells him some sort of mystical shit, and then all the flowers fall out of George Lopez's truck. Which isn't funny to me. No, it was fairly sad. 
Yeah, I was like, oh, God, what? this is a terrible day of work. But that's the thing about Hollywood people is they're like, oh, all this shit goes wrong in your life. But that's funny to us because we could just do that on movie. Yeah, I don't know. It, ugh, yeah, stupid. Uh, so he uh, Ashton goes to her school and then doesn't tell her he's a cheater. Whatever. Yeah, chicken. Um, <laughs> Jessica Beale's character throws a party every year where they all get together. That everybody that doesn't have boyfriends and they have a party, but nobody wants to go to her party. Yeah, which is I like I you know I get what they're doing. Eh. Well, no, you get it. But it doesn't make any sense because when she ends up having the party, just all these people show up as opposed yeah, yeah. to one person showing up that's significant. Well, not only that, but they all show up and they're like, oh, and my relationship ended this morning. Wow. Like, hey, come on, guys. So, Tony, if someone invites you to a dinner, should you RSVP even at the last minute or should you just ignore yeah, it? No, you should up? definitely let them know because they need a head count, Dan. Yeah. Nobody let her know. Everybody just showed up randomly. Yeah, but I'd be like, oh, great. We have no food. We have no tables because no one RSVP'd, so I just let it go. Did you think what was going to happen in this movie was everybody's shit was going to fall apart and then they were all going to end up at her party? I thought for sure it was just going to be the main cast that come to the party. Yes. As opposed to... It wasn't. <laughs> two of the main cast and then 17 random just women that we've never Just a bunch of random seen. people we've never met. We don't know anything about them. It's so dumb. But I like the piñata. A piñata. That's all I'll say. Yeah. And that I, that's the one positive thing I'm going to say about, uh, uh, what's her name? Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer Frankenstein. She's, she's, <laughs> she's, she's good at swinging that bat. I was like, she, oh, okay. she went for that. She was beating the shit out of it. Well, she did like these, these pre-swings that were like, oh, yeah, I'm working up to it. I'm working up to it. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm a character. I mean, I'm like, let's see it. this. Because yeah. they... That's a character I want to see. I want to see this sure. tough, tough woman that's like yep. not Jennifer Garner, who's like always playing, I'm an injured little thing. Oh, well, hold on. Have you never seen Alias? No, I never watched that show. Oh, Dan, if you want to see a tough Jennifer Garner, watch Alias. Phenomenal. Why not? That's the last time I enjoyed Jennifer Garner. Yeah, why don't you cast her as that? No, because we have to cast her as a piece of shit woman because we're freaking <laughs> Hollywood. Oh, we should make women terrible and stupid because it's funny. Oh, it's not funny. So Ashton goes back home. Yeah, Tony, if you worked at a florist on Valentine's Day, how many chances would you have to go home? You would have zero. Not only that, but he should have woken up like six hours before he did on that day. He should be there when it's dark starting his rounds. It's your most important day of the year. That's your money day. Guy, there's no way that he owns a house in Venice with the way he runs his business. So he goes there and Jessica Alba packing up. She's just like, I'm out. Wasn't going to tell you. Yeah, I was just going to disappear. It's cool. I wouldn't worry about it. I left the ring on the nightstand. Just You're good. Ghost the hell out of him. The dog chooses to go with her. Yeah. He's not even that broken up about it. No, he, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. I got nothing. There's no emotions. He just walks outside and he's like, oh, you knew and you didn't tell me? <laughs> oh, George, you're a troublemaker. Let's go. The, the rest of the Jessica Alba plotline, we see her check into a hotel next to some of the other characters. For no reason. And then I think we see her walking down the street with the dog at one point. Oh, okay. I don't even know if I remember that, but great it's, that we get closure. That's her closure. <laughs> is she walks the dog just to prove she's not a piece of garbage. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Stupid. 
It's terrible. This is a terrible movie. So Garner's at the airport. Uh, Ashen has to take a low rider there. We Dan, let's talk about that for a second because this is the most shocking part of the movie for me. George Lopez is just like, yeah, I've got a guy. He's got a car. Uh, they loan it to you. They yep. pull this thing out, and I was like, no way. There's no way they're going to let little white boy Ashton Kutcher steal, like, use this car. This is this has got to be this guy's baby. It's a beautiful. The paint job is beautiful. The car is beautiful. It's mint condition. I'm not letting it out of my sight. There's no way that he's just going to let some guy borrow it. And you're buying that he's, they've gone from Venice to East L.A. to borrow a car. <laughs> And then that car is going to drive all the way back to SAX. Yeah, yeah, I believe it because she walks to San Francisco. Okay. <laughs> um, have no, this movie has no concept of the size of Los Angeles. This None movie needed, needed to see the Saturday Night Live sketch. Um, oh, the, what's, they what's take the, the 10 that, to the 105 to the 307 <laughs> to the – yeah, 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 very good. Because that is that is 50% of, of living in L.A. <laughs> Is is getting 100%. there? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so then Ashton does a bit with Larry Miller at the airport. Larry Miller much funnier in New Year's Eve, but he's still funny here. He's like okay. when he when he puts the trash can on the top, he's like, "Now it's a match set." Like I I still find him so funny, and uh, you know it's it helps in a movie like this that I've, eventually there is a laugh. You know what I mean? Like, there's very few laughs for me in this movie. There's a couple. But he was one of the bigger ones. I enjoy him in everything that I see him in. He's funny. So she, then we do a wacky security bit. He runs, and he tells her. He catches up to her line and's like, don't go. He's married. And then she's like, no, I'm going. I'm not. (laughs) I, I don't have an explanation as to what I expect to have happen. No, nope. I'm going She's to be I'm like, gonna, no. I, when I finally get there and they tell me he's married, I'm going to be stunned like I've never heard this information before. So but I think my favorite part is that Ashton Kutcher, her best friend in the world. Drops this bomb on her. And she's like, I don't believe you. I'm going to go and fly out. Then she asks a nurse that she's never met before in her life. She has no idea what what her deal is. And she's like, is he married? She's like, yeah. She's like, I can't believe it. You believe this woman that you've never met before over your best friend? That woman, the nurse has no reason to lie. Ashton has reason to lie because he's in love with her. I get you're right. The motivation's clear. You're right. (sighs) So dumb. Julia Roberts is on the flight. The flight is bumpy. Okay. <laughs> Soccer with some stupid kids. <laughs> the flight is bumpy and next scene. I just that's a great note, Dan. I really enjoyed that. The stupid kid that we hate is soccer, and then we see like a little girl that uh, little Indian girl, and she works at the restaurant where Jessica Beale's gonna be having the thing. So we're like, oh, that's the connection, and he's trying to get the flowers to give them to her. But surprise, that's not actually who he's getting the flowers for. And that part's weird. I Oh, you didn't know that. I knew that the whole way. Oh, you did? I knew 100% he was going for Gardner. And I, I, I don't know. Whatever. Here's the thing that disappoints me the most in this movie, Dan. The most interesting character to me <laughs> in this movie is the kid who refuses to wear a shirt. 
in the classroom, there's a kid. He lifts his shirt up over his head at the soccer. He's playing goalie. His shirt goes up over his head. He's like walking around. What is the deal with this kid? I love this kid. I need to see more of this kid. Who is this guy? The kid's playing the goalie, and he has like a couple of funny lines. The kid is actually funny. And then you're like, loser blonde kid. You're like, oh, lose this loser. Just swap them. Swap kids, guys. I don't even care. If you were looking for a kid to play Jack Black as a kid, that kid's the kid. Oh, my God. Yes, that kid would have crushed it. <sighs> and now now Jamie Foxx goes to Jessica Biel to try and get like a special story about football guy. And she gives a whole diatribe about candy and then throws candy at him, then jumps on him. Yep. Yep. Before this happens, I need to talk about this because I'm very confused. And maybe you can help me. So he's doing a man on the street segment about Valentine's Day. Yep, yep, yep. Blah, 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 asking people. And then he's like, oh, they're going to hold a press conference or something with Sean, the football player. And he's like, I need an exclusive. Yeah. He then leaves his camera guy and all of his equipment on the street. Yeah, and goes to Jessica Biel and is like, "I need an exclusive interview." What with what? You don't have any of your equipment. You don't have. You can't do an interview. I don't understand what his plan is, Dan. Because you got to do that so that the cameraman could take over and then do a bunch of other secondary B bits. Yeah, that... I mean, he does a better job than Jamie Fox does. I don't even write down what those bits were because I didn't count that as a character. He had one, he was doing the tailors when they were like oh, making yeah. out. That's and he true. says something, blah, 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 in denial of reality is like his, his send off of the vid. And it made me laugh. I was like, that's funny. Good for you, guy. <sighs> so Emma Roberts is Shirley MacLaine's other daughter or other granddaughter? Who I knows? think it's a nanny. I think she just nannies, oh, she's nannies the boy. The, the little brat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the little brat. So she goes yeah. there and she's like, oh, I had these big plans to have sex with my boyfriend. And they're like, too much information. <laughs> Please stop. Which it is. But this is the second time she's overshared that information because she overshares it earlier with like a teacher. And she's just like, she's like, hey, can we meet and discuss notes? And she's like, oh, sorry, I'm fucking my boyfriend. Can't do it. And the teacher's like, oh, <laughs> okay. What? Maybe, maybe it's going to be one of those multitasking where she's going to have sex with the boyfriend and babysit at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't so know. It's all weird. It's all weird. The stupid kid takes off on his bike and then she follows. And then we have, like, what is the most horrible scene in the movie, probably. Shirley MacLaine admits infidelity that she did 40 or 50 50 years years ago ago. to her husband. And then her husband's like, marriage over. What do you think about that? We had a disagreement in this household. Let's talk. Let's break this down. Let's unpack it together, Dan. Yeah. Would I marriage over something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife had done twenty five years ago. Yes, no? I'd be like, Dan, she's you dead would? to me. Yeah, I'd bury her in the garden. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I listen. That's fifty years. So if your that wife continually on, lied to me. But if he continually lied, to kept you, something what? from you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's, omitted. Let's, okay, okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good question. Is lying is is it 
Is lying an omission the same a lie? as omission? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't. This is an omission. It's not a lie. It's not like but he's it's like... it's a pretty big omission, you cheater. Dan, is it? You, is that, is listen, that really man. that big of an omission? <laughs> it's, here's my problem with it. It's a completely selfish admission. The only reason she says it is because she feels guilty. Yeah. He's fine. It's not like it continue to happen. Just go to the grave with it, lady. He doesn't need to know that you, you did that to him. That's my thought on it. I mean, I agree. I agree. But as a plot device, just the idea... This, they do a couple of these things. Topher does the same thing as as a man in this movie. Oh, we we got to talk about the Topher thing because that's bad. It's not good. And 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 I think that's the difference. Is what happens with Topher is Topher finds out that she's a sex worker. Yeah, and he's like, we don't have sex workers in Muncie, Indiana. I've never heard of such a thing. You're a monster. This is terrible. Yeah, you're a monster. And exactly. He like treats her like she's disgusting. I mean, literally, she's just like doing some dirty talk on the freaking phone. You know, it's like Tony as an actor, this is the same sort of whorish behavior. And he's still married. I'm way worse, Dan. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's not like she's like a prostitute or even a stripper. Not that these are terrible things, but they're much harder, probably harder things that are going to be to live with. Sure. Right. Sure. If, if you're, you know, if your wife is going off and having sex with people, that's going to. Sure, that would be that would be a revelation that you should probably have a moment to think about. I yes, guess that. or she's a stripper where you know that men are pawing at her and all these things. These are things that you're going to have to come to terms with. That she makes some dirty phone calls. Right. I don't know, man. It's so dumb. It's so dumb, and he tr- and he's such a dick about it. And when my biggest problem with this movie is that they get back together, and then they get back together, and she's all like, "I love you," and he's he's not giving her anything. No, nothing. Nothing. She like she, yeah yeah. The the movie needs to end with her being like, well, "Go fuck yourself." I don't need you. No, like I'm yeah. I'm an empowered beautiful woman. I don't need you, you scrawny little dick. Yeah, and uh, and, yeah, and I buy that. And the Shirley MacLaine one and that one, you're like, okay, I could imagine having like a a negative blowout initially, and then you're sure. gonna come back together because yeah. it is true. And love. they do. I mean, it's it's what later that day, and yeah. he's like, you're right, but I have a problem with how they do it. Oh no! How they handle it is terrible. How they handle yeah. all this stuff is terrible. But yeah, yeah, you yeah, need yeah. to kind of go both ways. And because what he said, what the old dude, what is his name? I'm so sorry, Hector old man. Yeah, yeah, old man River. What he says is, she's she comes up and she's like, "You have to accept everyone for who their flaws and all, whatever, the, whatever she's saying." And he's like, "I know that now. What you didn't learn anything? It's been an hour." You didn't learn something. You're just like, I'm sorry. I I got upset. It was, you know, I I had an initially bad reaction. It brought up some feelings. My bad. We're good. They should have had a real talk. Exactly. A real serious talk. What a stupid. This is a terrible movie with a terrible script. Yeah. Terrible. So (laughs) the big dinner. Okay. uh, Wait. Then we do. She's hit. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Here we go. Sean has his big press conference and his big press conference about getting his career back is he goes like this. I got to tell you something. I'm gay. As so I have so many problems with this scene. Um, My biggest problem is that he's uh, Jamie Foxx is then like, I'm confused. Are you retiring? Because nobody cares. cares. And I, I, I love that. Like, yeah, okay, great. I don't give a shit that you're gay. I guess, you know, 
10 years ago is probably a big deal. Like maybe he's the first openly gay football player. I don't know. Oh yeah. They didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't play it that way though. So I'm not taking it that way. If that makes sense. Sure. Nobody there cared. So I don't care. But then he asked him, he's like, so are you retiring? And he's like, uh, no, I'm gay, but I'm going to play. My problem is nobody wants you to play for them. That's what your storyline is about. Is that everyone's like, you're too old. You're out of the league. Not you're gay. So you can't play. It's irrelevant. Who cares about your personal life? You're too old to play football. Let's address that. Yeah, I mean, if 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 it's really dealing with the the concept of sexuality in sports, that's a huge concept. You know, when uh, yeah, what the one basketball player came out, that was a big thing, and it you know, I'm hundred percent. That's I like mean, a whole movie in itself that you could spend dealing with that instead of just like randomly tossing it away for no reason. Yeah. It's like, you're not even treating it with any level of seriousness about how this is an issue that we've seen people have to go through. And it means a lot of things, you know, maybe no, he's, he's going to play football except for no one wants to play football. So yeah, we'll see how I mean, that works. Out. If it'd been, there were rumors about his sexuality and then he comes out about his sexuality and then everybody's like, yeah, good on you you came out and now you're gonna right, have to yeah. deal. he's like i'm gonna deal with this situation i've come out maybe i'll never play again but i think it's important then we cut away to some kid watching on television and is inspired by him great and he never plays again it. which is exactly what would have happened i know i know and and boom but no we don't we don't it's not they don't even have a message the message is like hey we're inclusive it's just oh and it's so funny. I watch all yeah. these channels where they talk about the idea of inclusivity and how important it is. And then how when you handle it terribly, it maybe doesn't have the opposite effect, but it just it's an anti effect. It's like, what what is wrong with you? Yeah. Try to have an effect with your movie. For sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Don't just The only thing it. I will say. Dan, the only positive that comes out of this yeah. is the end of the movie. Do you want to wait? We'll or wait. should I just – can we'll I – okay, uh, we'll wait. So let's see. Jessica Biel, they start the big party, and she starts the big party. <laughs> and that's what she does. Uh, we already, party hardy. We already talked about that. Yeah, so then we get to the cemetery. We already talked about the Topher stuff. We get to the cemetery. Topher gives them a ticket. They go in together. Yeah. Um, at what point do either of them learn their lesson? Because it's, I feel like it's supposed to happen in this scene, but it doesn't. No, not really. And then they both, the next very next scene, they're both like, I've learned my lesson. Well, yeah, they, they both just spend time together where they explain what's happening in their lives. And then they decide to not be who they set, who they acted like. It's dumb. It's really dumb. It's really Uh, terrible. But if you ever, have you ever done the, the Hollywood cemetery movies? You know, I don't like sitting on the ground and shit. Well, you could bring a lawn chair if you want. Just sit, you know, further back. So you're not blocking anyone's view, but it's pretty fun. It's fun atmosphere. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So Gardner's there. Gardner's the second person to the party. Uh, Rages on the piet, the pinata. Then more weird girls show up. Then Kelvin shows up at the party, and you're like, "Oh, cool! I like Kelvin, and I like Kelvin and Jessica Biel. I think that's a, yeah. cute, a cute match." Yeah, I mean, you know, stealth reunited. 
Oh, you didn't even think of that. Oh, damn. The whole movie, I was like, they better get together because Ooh. they, you know, stealth is the greatest film of all time. Greatest film. Um, and they keep cutting away to this Indian wedding that's happening there. And it's so weird because, like, I, again, weird I don't understand the message. Looks. Yeah, I don't understand the theme that they're going for. Like, what am I? Are there? Am I supposed to be getting parallels somehow? Like, I, I don't get it. I think the thing was, was. These are two opposite way, you know, two worlds that are so far apart. And then by the end, they're like doing Bollywood dances together. Oh, we all came together on Valentine's Day to do Bollywood dances. Great. So love uh, solves all our problems, essentially. Yep. Okay, great. I'm in. So Shirley MacLaine shows up at the cemetery. They're playing a Shirley MacLaine movie, one that I could not recognize, even though I know a fair amount about old movies. So. I got very confused by this because yeah. she's not playing Shirley MacLaine. Yes, she is. Wait, she's playing herself in the yeah. movie? He points up. That's my wife. Right, right, right. No, I know. But her name isn't Shirley in the movie. Her name is Estelle. So there, it's confusing because that's a real movie that happened yeah. in, the, in the past. But she's not playing herself. But he's like, hey, that's my wife. I got very confused. They tried to go meta and they just fucked it all up. And when she's running through the people, if she's like the movie star of the people movie, people would be like, hey, thing, hey, you're, that's it's you. you. It's but you. Then they're like, sit down, shithead. They're like, <laughs> they're like really aggressively rude to her. Like, I actually wish rude. that they were as aggressive as you. I wish there was stuff being thrown and people are just like screaming. That would have been a good scene. That would have been very funny. He has to like go rescue her from all this aggressiveness. That's great, Dan. I love it. <laughs> so then they come together and somebody gives a speech and then they're like, we're in love again. And, yeah, you know, okay. what's supposed to happen is she's supposed to have there, give a speech and they're supposed to kiss. And then did everybody clap or not? I don't remember. I don't think anybody clapped. I don't think anybody cared. <laughs> and then so we come back to this later and they're just dancing alone. So I don't even know. I don't know what's happening. So now we cut back to the restaurant. Jamie Foxx has found a keyboard. He's playing keyboard. He's charming and hilarious. And you're Jamie like, Fox. we're like, where was this Jamie Foxx to the rest of this? Terrible For the movie? last two hours of this movie, I haven't liked you almost at all. And here you go. Now I'm in. Once again, good God, people, it's Jamie Foxx. Literally the most talented person on the planet. Just let him do, let him do him. <laughs> let him do Just him. Let him be Jamie. God. Yeah. Ah, we've written you a terrible thing. <laughs> so then the stupid kid shows up and then he gives the flowers oh, to Garner. I'm so sick of this kid, man. And I, you know, I was like, I was surprised and I was like, this kid wants to have sex with Jennifer Garner. This is gross. Oh, yeah. I mean, I. No, no that would have been mean. Um, what? Thanks for being mean, Tony. Mean. Mean, Tony. Just, mean, Tony. Mean, Tony. Saying, yeah, yeah. I, it's a mistake. Jennifer Gardner's not the choice. If you're going to give it to any of the older women in the movie, it's not her. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I mean, hell, you should give it to his nanny before he gives it to Jennifer Gardner. She's so much hotter. Um, but I, yeah, I, this is just something that I feel like we've seen over and over again. And they, I don't feel like, again, they just handle it worse than everyone that came before them and i just don't understand how you if you have examples to play from you should be able to do it at least equally good if not better i mean you should be able to do it better but whatever it's fine but you should at least be on par with the other movies that came before you and you, they're just not so weird <sighs> so emma roberts goes out her 
boyfriend works there. He's taken the work van and made the back of it in the micro sex den. <laughs> yep. <laughs> She's exactly. like, I love you, but maybe your sex van isn't where I need to be tonight. Yeah, this poor guy's trying so hard, you know? He's really he's really giving it his all. And it's not even funny or embarrassing how it, it's like you kind of hate him. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's... Well, you weren't pulling for him. No, no, not at all. You I know? was pulling for him to get with the mom, though. So <laughs> there's that. I was like, there's a connection right there. They both feel it in this room. Let's give it to them. And probably in real life they did. <laughs> Uh, we cut to Emma Roberts. She's now home. She's hanging out with her little dog. Uh, cutest little dog in the world. Oh, my God. It's so freaking Yeah, cute. a couple of cute pups in this movie. Really helps. Then Queen Latifah is back working in the office, and the sex guy calls her, and so she does sex talk because she has nothing else to do in this movie. So the last line she delivers, I don't remember what it is, but she's, like, pretending to get into the sex <laughs> talk. But the way she delivers it is like she's delivering oh, it as a joke. Super racist. Like the she does she's like African sex talk. And then she yeah, like does like a bonka bonka bonka. And she has like a half smirk on her face as if like she's doing I it was very confusing to me. I feel like they just left the camera rolling and she was just trying to make the, the crew laugh or something. Yes, because in the outtakes at the end, they have like another one, another line okay, she did. did not watch. As soon as those credits hit, boom, stop the movie. So okay. yeah, there, there are a few outtakes at the end and she definitely did one where she snapped the rubber band ball. Okay. Like, yeah, she tried, did some other. So she was trying there. to make people. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. It just feels weird in the movie because it almost breaks the fourth wall to me. And I was like, sure. I don't know what just happened. Okay, whatever. She was she was performing for the audience, which was the crew. Which was yeah, it was a real live audience. This this movie was recorded in front of a live studio audience. Da, 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 so da, we da. go. How did I miss? Miss my favorite scene. Let's travel back. Huh. Let's go back to the I, beginning. I don't know. It was in here somewhere. They land on the plane in L.A. Julia Roberts and Bradley Cooper. And then he's getting, he's got a driver and then she's like struggling. Yeah. And so he picks up her bag and then, I kind of love this scene. He gives her his car to get her where she needs to go. And it was so sweet and super emotional. And you're like, movies are supposed to be emotionally manipulative to us. I'm I'm emotional right now because of that scene. It's a great Again, terrible movie. Their storyline, while it wouldn't make a movie like the Michelle sure. Pfeiffer Zach Efron, it's the only good thing in this movie. Like, I, I don't want to see a full movie of it, but this is a great storyline for this type of movie to me. So sweet, so yeah. so beautiful, so gorgeous, and they're so good. They're both so good at it, yeah. and it's it's lovely. It's it's genuinely lovely. Yeah. I really liked it. So you can elevate this garbage to something if if. The people really know what they're doing. Yeah. Thank you, Julia Roberts. So, yeah. Well, thank you, Bradley Cooper. So, I mean, yeah. Thank you, Bradley Cooper, for just being alive because I love you. Bradley Cooper gets home, and lo and behold, his boyfriend is a football player. Okay. Now, Dan. Yeah. This is. I just want to throw this out here real quickly. Bradley Cooper, Way more Eric Dane. <laughs> Are they the most beautiful on-screen couple of all time? No. They're really? A football Ooh. player is very unattractive. Whoa, whoa, McSteamy? 
fair, fair and objective. If we had fans, Dan, there fair would be a backlash. No. Okay, people would argue with you. He's no. beautiful. No, no. Taylor, Taylor Lautner. If Taylor Lautner and Bradley Cooper, it's it's a little May spring wedding for it's, me, but. <laughs> But visually very appealing. They, they, the two of them making out, yeah, that'd be some serious makeout sessions. <laughs> I wouldn't get as excited as you would about it, Tony. But uh, I would That's be like, true. these are two That's very true. attractive people that are both funny and charismatic making out. The football guy just—he was like You're a right. dead, dead lump. He's a dud. He's, He's a dud. Total saying, dud. But just strictly visual. When they were no, looking at each other on screen, I was I like, don't do that. Ah, I'm into it. This is a movie. This is a movie. It's a movie. Move. What if it was just a still frame? How about that? That's not what it is. It's a (laughs) movie. They're moving. That's the whole idea of them. Only one of them's moving, Dan. But he's moving well. You mean mean Crocodile Dundee? No, I mean uh, Chunky McSteve? No, Steve-O? What is his name? Stevie McSteveman? Ugh, he's gross. Yucky. Yucky, yucky, yucky. Yuck, 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 yuck. Yeah, yuck, 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 yuck. Oh, Dan. Uh, okay. Topher apologizes. We're not even going to talk about that garbage. Other than to just say, no, thank you. And now we sort of start doing all these cutting between everything to try and wrap them up in like a weird way. And it's like, you know, this is when we see uh, Jessica Alba walking down the street. That that's the resolution of her character. Oh, okay. I I honestly I still don't remember that happening. But good so for her. Ashton's like throwing flowers in the river with George Lopez, and he's his, his little speech was not too terrible. It's kind of weird. It's interesting. Sure. Uh, and then yeah, it's fine. Hey, listen, they're both good actors. And then just you know, the oh, movie sucks. And then uh, what's her name shows up Skeletor, and. <laughs> They're like, oh, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. Maybe we should friend. be in love instead of being in love with doctors that are married. And they're like, okay, let's test it out. Let's have a kiss. And they kiss. It's a terrible, 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 terrible kiss. Yes, it is. And I wish that that's where their story ended. And then they're like, huh, that was terrible. That was terrible. Then we cut to Jamie Foxx and Jessica Beale kissing, which I think was a pretty good kiss. It was okay. It's okay. And then we cut back to them, and they're like, maybe we could practice. Oh, we could practice kissing, and then we could fall in love if we practice kissing. And then they kiss again, and guess what? It's still terrible. It's terrible there is no chemistry between them whatsoever. So I, I just, honestly, I'm Gary Marshall, and I'm watching that, and i be like, we got to rewrite the ending, guys. They realize they're better as friends. End of story. Should have had Taylor Swift run up. <laughs> there it is. Here's the thing is that they really blew it because they had the best kiss of the movie smack dab in the middle of the movie. And everything after that was like lackluster. You're like, we need to rewrite this movie. <laughs> we got to put that at the end somehow, guys. And then Julia Roberts is, goes home and she's the mom to the stupid kid. And, and like, I liked it. Oh. I mean, okay. Oh, you didn't like it? I thought it was cute. And then I wrote big end kiss. And then someone yells, let's get naked. Well, who, wait, did all of that happen? Who is, first of all, who's the big end kiss? I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe it was the <laughs> second kiss with the practice kiss. I don't know. I just wrote down. I don't, yeah, I let's don't get remember. Naked. And who says let's get naked? Uh, some rando off screen. 
Oh my god! Because they they had another one uh, when they when she goes to the Los Angeles hospital in San Francisco. As they're walking through, we have the rando. Are you ready for your sponge bath? And the dude says, "Yes, please." Oh, yeah. yeah, I do remember. <laughs> Those that. are like about that. the worst comedy ever. Is the random voice off screen saying oh, something yeah. pervy yeah. or stupid, which you know is added later. Yeah, like you're not on set and being like, "Say this stupid fucking line." No, you just add that later as you're panning over the crowd. Where's my sponge bath, hot nurse? That, that's the note from the studio where, like, we saw a screening of the film. There aren't any jokes in it. Can you just add some? This one, Bob- that's what they come up with. Babalu Mandel comes in. He's like, I'm going to punch <laughs> up this script hard. <laughs> yeah, somebody yells, let's get naked. Great stuff. I'm yeah. sorry that I wasn't paying enough attention to hit that. That's a good, that's a good capper and then the movie ends fiend great stuff wow i'm blown away Fiendy cinema <laughs> um Chef kiss. yeah like uh, you know like you said there at least were a few more better pot lines in new year's eve this one they were all stickers yeah but thank god for bradley cooper bradley cooper great stupid blonde kid oh <sighs> Hope you took I some did, I did a little research. He worked for like a couple more years and he hasn't done anything in like 10 years. So, I mean, I feel bad because it's tough, but maybe he went to school. I hope he went to school. Go be an accountant or a lawyer or <laughs> a brain doctor. Something that doesn't require like personality. <laughs> we should we should have looked up the goalie kid and found out what he did. Oh, oh damn it. Up. You're right. That kid was the best. Just always with his shirt up. I don't know what you're doing. I love it. And that's Maybe clearly the kid's joint. <laughs> kid, kid comes on set. I ain't wearing no shirt. This is me. You're like, okay. All right, do you think, guy? Let's roll cameras. Roll uh, cameras. He so said good. it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! So I did read that. Uh, <clears throat> uh, no, I forgot, hold on. I just Tony read. Everyone's I read like, just a what? little Julia Roberts. Be- was paid uh, a reportedly $3 million for this movie, and then she negotiated some back-end points as well. So she got paid $3 million for this. That's what I'm saying, dude. She's one of, like, 12 stars in this movie. She's obviously the biggest. So I, I would say she probably got paid the most. For, like, like that's two days that's of shooting. That's, like, most of your budget is just cast for this movie. Oh, sure. And that's why, that's why you can't hire writers. Because you know you blew it already. Because writers, you know, writers would be fifteen million for those. It's those so expensive, bastards. We don't even have two thousand for someone to come in for the day and punch up. We don't have it in the budget. Forget about it. Uh, it's wild. It's a wild movie. A wild movie, written on written on cocktail napkins. <laughs> uh, anything else to say about this peeping pile of? I, I don't I don't think so. Plus, uh, I don't I didn't like it. I didn't like it. So now it's the point of the show where we talk about something we liked. We just got Apple TV yesterday and watched the entire first season of Ted Lasso. Yes, Dan, congratulations, first of all. And I want to hear I talk to me in detail. What did you think? Oh my god. You watch like a garbage movie like Valentine's Day that cool. doesn't like have a real joke in it, has anti-jokes, multiple anti-jokes in it. And then you're like Ted Lasso and he's like, here's a joke. 
His joke, his joke, 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 But they also are able to tug at your heartstrings. Oh my god. I'm in I'm in love with Keely. I I'm so in love with Keely. I'm in love with her. As you should be. So in love with her. not I don't think I I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this, but she's up for a SAG award for for acting in that show, and I'm gonna vote for her. She sure as hell should be. She's freaking incredible. Yeah. Um Super excited about season two. We're going to watch that probably next two days. <sighs> it's, it's wonderful, right? It's just like, it's a lovely show. So much better than I expected. Because everybody was oh, like, good. oh, he's like this good guy. He's a good guy. And I thought he was going to yeah. be like, like in a comical way, but he's not at all. He's no. like a real guy who really just believes that the world should be a certain way. Yeah. And, yeah. and he has his own demons and... He deals with his own divorce, probably with what's your dumbass, and <laughs> you know, I mean, how dare you leave him? Well, I mean, I, mean, I get it. Maybe get he's it. not this guy, you know, but takes a lot of soul to write something this soulful. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's a soulful show. It is, and they navigate a lot of interesting characters in really great ways, and you know. Calling my diamond dogs. <laughs> oh God. I yeah. I, I'm in love with the show. I full disclosure, I've watched it three full times now. Both seasons. Yeah. I don't know how you I don't know how you write a sh- show with that many great jokes in it. I don't I, I don't know how don't you know write how. a show that's that funny or that interesting that has like that real I it the first time we watched the show, I was like, well, I need to quit my life (laughs) like i will i will never do anything that's even remotely close to how good this show is to me and i was like i'm done well and it's so personal you know yeah and they they dole everything out i mean it's just just like the character arc of the cookies you know the biscuits oh you're like yeah just how it's just let us let us have a meta uh, an actual metaphor for their relationship that we see played out over the course of 10 episodes shown in an object and an, and a character and character interaction. Yeah. Holy moly. You do not get that in a lot of, you don't get that in any shows. No, you sure don't. Biscuits with the boss. Biscuits with the boss. It's great. So if you haven't seen it, just watch it guys. Just watch it. Army men. And just like, yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal. Fridge. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It alone is worth the price for Apple TV Plus for me. It is. It's. It is literally a perfect show. Yeah, and I mean that's the amazing thing is how many perfect shows we have on television. That's the the, the truly amazing thing with how much stuff that's terrible, how many things come out perfect. We are we are lucky. We are lucky to be alive right now. Yeah, I mean we, this is the, we got Ted Lasso. We got the Big Leap. Those are my only two. What do you got? Oh, I finished. Wait, did I finish the big leap? Yeah, I finished the big leap. Uh, true tragedy that there will not be a season two. True tragedy. Wait, did, is it official? They're never making a season. Two. I check every single day <laughs> almost. A season <laughs> Shut up, Dan. I still got hope. <laughs> Don't tell me. Don't tell me they're shutting it down. Not a chance, Tony. There's never going to be a season. I will two. fucking pay for it. Okay. I don't know Tony's how. Like, I'm going to $2.5 million. I will make that money. <laughs> I will sell my body. I mean, no one's going to pay for it, so I'll sell something different. But I would do anything to get a season two of this show. I, I mean, I'll say this. Big Leap, better emotional story than Ted Lasso. 
I, I, yeah, I agree. Not as, not quite as funny. Oh God, but, no, no yeah. not even close. Yeah, but they're both great shows. Though. I mean, unbelievable. There's, it's a real emotional show. Real, you know. I yeah. mean, those last two episodes. Oof. Holy moly! Yeah, man. Heavy, heavy stuff. Yeah, you know, but they beautifully do. handled. Oh God, masterfully handled. Yeah, and then of course Station Eleven. I'm sure that show's good too. Haven't watched it, but I'm sure it's good. <laughs> It'd be funny. Comedy Tony. <laughs> Other things you like are Comedy stupid go. because I haven't seen them. Because I'm sing, stupid. Sing, sing. That's me. <sighs> and there are a bunch of other good things I watched this week, but you know we did the Ted Lasso and yeah, yeah masterclass, just a masterclass in comedy. And you know they you could still write a sitcom because it's a sitcom. I, it is, but it's you know it's better than a sitcom. Let's be honest; it's like no. an elevated sitcom. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it's how you can write a sitcom. That's it's oh sure, proof. sure it's sure. proof that yeah, because we were wondering that, right? Were we wondering that? Sure, we but like no? I would like to see more than just one. You know? Well, sure, but if, <sighs> if they're still making one, that means it can be done. That's true, and it can that's be done true. better. I don't think it can be done better than Ted Lasso, but we'll see. No, no, I would no, that's love what to I mean. Surprised. Ted Lasso oh, is see. the better way of doing the sitcom. Yes, okay, so yes, it can okay. be done. It can be done. Let's do it. And the Nate, Nate the Great. Oh my God, Nate the he great. was great. God, when he chews out the players. Oh my God, that was so. Funny. <laughs> He's also in um, that David Schwimmer show. Oh, from the BBC. Where they're intel intelligence. He's very funny. That's his show. He like created intelligence. Well, we've seen um, him on some of the British talk shows and panel sure, shows, and he's sure. not as. I mean, he's much not much better, but this is a such a great role for him. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. God, I was gonna say one other thing. Uh, Ted Lasso. I don't know what the other thing was. So Tony, what do you have for us? I'm sure, it's something stupid like a video game. Uh, don't pretend like you're guessing that, Dan. I tipped the bit earlier and I told you I was going to talk about it. But guys, guess what? Pokemon has released uh, a new game, Legends of Arceus. It's like a it's a oh. divergent from the normal uh, mainline games. It's like an open world RPG. I was oh. very hesitant because I don't like change. I'm asleep. I'm asleep. Uh, but it's, it's great, man. I'm having okay. a great time. Um, you know, it's no Zelda, but it's great. It's very fun. And then uh, I also want to say we watched Free Guy. Oh, how week. was Free Guy? I loved it. Oh, I good. was I was surprised by how much I enjoyed this movie. Um, Ryan you know, Reynolds loved... is back. Yeah, wait, did he go anywhere? No. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Deadpool two wasn't as good as Deadpool one. Sure, and I mean this isn't as funny as Deadpool, obviously, sure. but it's 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 funny. It's got some heart. It says it's got like an interesting message at some points, which I thought was cool. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, go see it. And Jodie Comer. Oh, don't go see it. Jodie Comer, pretty hot. Is that the lady from Killing Eve? Yeah. Then yeah, she's yeah. great. She's wonderful. Killing Eve, also a great show. We have so many good, great actresses right now. It's just, ugh. It's an embarrassment of riches, but also upsetting because I can't get a job. Because <laughs> there's too many talented people out there. Too many talented people. So, um, we need a movie for next week, Tony. How we about we get a movie? We need a movie. How about we get a movie that stars one of the people from Valentine's Day? Is it Bradley Cooper? Uh, it is not. It is your favorite, Anne Hathaway. 
I do like Anne Hathaway. You do like her. And why don't we yeah. get, and while we're at it, let's get Ted Lasso himself, Jason Sudeikis in. Did they do a movie together? They did a movie together. I didn't see this movie. It is a, <laughs> it is a movie called Colossal. Colossal? I've never even heard of this movie. I am ready. <laughs> this is a movie that some people like, but my buddy Todd, uh, he, he has shout a- Shout out to Todd. Shout out to Todd, one of our one of our faithful viewers, and his cat. I think we've talked about his cat before, Loving Tony. So, well, so, I right back at you, cat man. So- <laughs> He has a friend who like built like a movie theater in his house, and they were like, "Oh, what are we gonna? What's all, the? That's amazing. What's the first movie we're gonna do?" They're like, "Oh, Jason Sudeikis and Hathaway, Colossal. Let's do it." That's they, your first movie. That was their, your that was their first movie in their own theater. I mean, that's a bad movie either yeah. way. Should be like Mad Max: Road Warrior or something like something, that. Something, something big <laughs> and fun. Yeah, you better right. you better go go with something you know for movie one, so you don't have to look back on movie one as like, ouch, just a massive so failure. They watched Colossal, and he was like, "This movie is so terrible." Oh, I'm so, excited. I'm so, so I'm like so not on my radar. I remember seeing the trailer. I'm not going to tell you anything you about it. I remember okay, seeing yeah, the trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to go in totally blind. I'm not even going to watch a trailer. Yeah, try to avoid it because it's it's got a it's got a weird twist in there. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh my god, it's just terrible." I'm so ready. Colossal. Somebody just walked up the stairway. That was weird. Right outside your window? Yeah, we don't have anybody time living to, up it's there. It's time to move, Dan. You got to get out of there. No, our neighbors moved away. Nobody's there, so it's kind of weird. Well, then who's going up there? Squatters? <laughs> Gunmen. Oh, Jesus. Probably going up there to climb the ladder to the roof so they can have a oh, better shot. shots. There you uh, go. It's all about the angle. Yeah, so when the, the 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 procession of cars goes down Beverly heading somewhere. <laughs> oh, okay. JFK. The grassy knoll. Yeah, but it's not grassy because we're in L.A. So. <laughs> Assy knoll. There you go. <laughs> What what what's 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 out there in LA, Tony? Drugs and what else is out there? I don't I don't remember what I said, but it's drugs mostly. Yeah, you got you want some heroin? Come out to LA. We we went to get gas this morning, and we go, we go to this one right over, just like just like four blocks down, Mm-mm. and <laughs> and I stood out holding the uh, pepper spray while Shannon pumped the gas. Jesus Christ. I and I here's the thing is I totally believe that story. Because <laughs> it's a it's a it's a terrible place. Listen, I'm I'm glad you love it because you grew up here or whatever. It's an awful place, Dan. This is a this is a hellhole. Okay. As less than Jake once said, hell looks a lot like LA. <laughs> Especially in the last couple of years. Oh yeah, we're going downhill fast. Yeah, we're all gonna die. Um <laughs> So if you like what you see in here, if you like what you see, you end on we're all going to die, but come back next week. <laughs> Maybe one, one of these times we're going to show up. It's just going to be one person on screen. Ah, oh, oh. well, he didn't make it. Show's over. Literally didn't make it. Oh, um, God. So if you like what you see, uh, leave us a comment, like, and subscribe. Yeah. We like to hear from you because we, we live for the fans. And, and we're very lonely people. And we're so... <laughs> Come on by, guys. You're just a Zoom call away. Zoom call away! Or a Zencaster. Uh, hashtag Zencaster. We should get them to sponsor the show. I don't, I think they probably saw the show and were like, can we get these guys off our platform? How do we, how do, we do that? Off of my platform, you bastards! 
Yeah, bastards. So we'll see you next week. Uh, hopefully, For colossal, colossal. It's gonna Goodbye, be big. Everybody. Woo! Woo!